episode for you. So be sure and remember that as well. Uh, Romans chapter 8, beginning at verse 31. Just about anyone that has been uh, a Christian for very long at all will recognize these scriptures. Um, and probably uh, many that maybe even have not will recognize these scriptures. But Romans eight thirty one. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up uh, for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen. Who is even at the right hand of God who also makes intercession for us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. As I said, very familiar passage of Scripture here, but I want to really focus in on one verse. I want you to go to that 37th verse with me, and I want us to look at that together again. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors. I want you to notice the word, we are more than conquerors, but there is a prerequisite here, through Him who loved us. We are more than conquerors, through Him who loved us. And then verse 39 at the very end says, None of the things that precede that shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, verse 37, We're more than conquerors through Him who loved us, and the love of God is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I'm going to talk to you out of that setting and I want to talk to you about being more than conquerors because there's something that I feel like you and I need to see in this setting of scripture. How many of you feel like a conqueror tonight? Now, aren't you glad that we don't go by feelings? Amen. Because nobody raised their hand. I saw one little timid shot at raising their hand I think that was more of a of a trying to an act out of faith a little bit there but apparently in-house I don't know about online I don't know how many of you raised your hands I'll be watching for it in the scroll through there um, but but very seldom do we feel like conquerors 
There are times that we really do, but most of the time that, that this verse maybe doesn't describe the way we are feeling. But the important thing for you to recognize and realize is that we do not live by our feelings. We don't walk by sight. We don't live by what we see about our circumstances. What do we, as followers of Christ, live by? Faith. We live by faith. So this setting of Scripture is a faith setting. It it's, has nothing to do with your current situation or circumstances. It, it has nothing to do with how you feel or how mighty you feel in this moment, or how prayed up you feel, or how you are attacking and tackling the adversity of life. This is a scripture of faith. And there's something that we need to see in this, and we need to learn together as we walk our way through this. Because in prayer... This is how the Lord magnified this scripture to me. I was praying and the Lord brought this scripture to my mind and then magnified a revelation out of this to me anyway. It may not be a revelation to you, but it was a revelation to me that the Lord began to place in my heart. And here's how it was. In big bold letters, I, I saw in that scripture more than. And then in the small letters, I saw conquerors. See, we focus on the idea that we are conquerors. But that's not what the Word told us. The Word did not say to us here that we are conquerors. The Word says we are what? More than. Amen. You and I, if we are in Christ, we are more than conquerors. Now, I saw that in prayer, and that was magnified into my mind in prayer, and I could not wait until I could get to the place of study so I could study that out. I made some notes about it, put some things down, but I knew that I had to get to the place where I could really study that out because what is it the Lord is trying to say to us? What is it that the Lord is wanting us to hear in this? What is it that He's saying to people that do not always feel like conquerors, but the Lord has said, I'm not just saying you're a conqueror. A conqueror is one that wins battles that goes out and wins fights, that conquers something, that overcomes something. But the Lord didn't just settle for saying we are conquerors. The Lord said we are more than that. Now that, that says something if you'll hear what the Lord is saying to us. We are more. What does more than mean? What does more than conquerors really mean? A conqueror is fighting and winning but we are more than that. So somehow, in spite of our circumstances, in spite of our feelings, in, in spite at times of our understanding, we are more than this. That's, that's just a descriptive of a part of what we are through Him who loved us. So through Him who loved us, we are more than conquerors. So let me, let me just take you on a journey here with me because that, that phrase, more than conquerors, is the Greek word, hupernikeo. Hupernikeo. That's the, the Greek word. I don't know if I'm 
pronouncing it exactly right. I didn't listen to the pronunciation. But it is the word hooper nikeo. Hooper is the word for more. And nikeo is the word for conqueror. That's, that's the scripture that we have here in the Greek. So if you go and you look that up in the Greek, we are more. The, the word hooper means more. The word nikeo means victorious. And in Zodiades description of this and and Spiro Zodiades is a Greek scholar that that's what he is and he takes the words and puts them into understanding and and he says this word means that we are victorious means to utterly defeat something in Strong's if you look this word up it means to vanquish beyond in example, to gain a, a, to gain a decisive victory. Amen. I want you to just think with me about this. We, the scripture says we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. That means through him we have gained a decisive victory. It means that we have utterly defeated something. It means that we are not just settling for a victory. We have, something has been vanquished beyond. It's Hooper Nikeo. There's there's power in that. Now, do you know that that word Hooper is is added two words in the scripture that are very descriptive words for us. And we're going to walk through a couple of these because I I just really have some things I I really want to bring out to you. Mark chapter 7, if you want to turn there. Mark chapter 7 and verse number 37. As we just begin to build on this concept that we are more than conquerors. Mark chapter 7 and verse number 37. Jesus heals now a deaf mute Okay, so he he spoke to him. He put his he he took him aside, put his fingers in his ears, spat and touched his tongue, and then looking up to heaven, he he said to him, "Ipatha," that is, be open. His ears were open. The impediment of his tongue was loosed, and he spoke plainly. Verse thirty-seven, and they were astonished. Mark seven, verse thirty-seven, and they were astonished beyond measure. Saying he has done all things well. He makes both the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. That word there is huperparisos in the Greek. And it means beyond all measure. Beyond understanding. Beyond thought he's done all things well. So when we begin to build on this idea that we are more than conquerors. We are we are. Hooper Nikeo. We we are not just victors and not just having victory, but it's Hooper. It's more than that. Then we need to understand what that means. And so when we look up that that word, that word Hooper, and we find other places of its use, we see that when Jesus would perform miracles, they they would say in this instance, he he has beyond measure with what he can do. He does everything well. No wonder. Scripture can say we are more than conquerors. Now, take your Bibles, turn over to Romans chapter 5. I'm going to give you some scriptures and you can just look them up. You can either follow along with me tonight, you can write them down so you can look them up. Look them up if you would like. Romans chapter 5 and verse number 20. Romans 5, 20 says, Moreover, the law entered 
that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. The, the word there is again another form of the word hooper parisio. So it's a, it's a little bit different than beyond all measure. And it means to superabound. Grace, when sin abounds, grace superabounds. Amen. We are more than conquerors. Through him who loved us. That word hooper is a powerful word. It's a, it's a, it's a word of, of beyond measure. It's a word of super something. Of, of far beyond our understanding. And we see that grace is super abundant. We, we see that his ability is beyond all measure. So when he says we are more than conquerors, it really means something. It, it, it really means something powerful when we understand what, what this word is really about. Okay. In 2 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 4. Write that one down. Paul is writing to the Corinthians and he says, Great is my boldness of speech toward you. Great is my boasting on your behalf. I am filled with comfort. Now listen, I am exceedingly joyful in all our tribulation. I am exceedingly joyful. Same word, hooper parasio, which is to superabound, to ex- be exceedingly joyful. But look what he connects it with. He is exceeding, he's hooper, he's, he's, he's more than abounding. He is super abounding in joyful. He is exceedingly joyful. And look what he says here. In all our tribulation. So we are more than conquerors when sin abounds. We are more than conquerors when tribulation comes our way. We are more than conquerors because Christ can go beyond all measure. We are hooper nikeo. We are more. There is, we, we can vanquish beyond our enemy. Let me, let me give you one more. Go over to one that probably many of you will know. I want you to, in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse number 20. You'll probably, some of you will know this scripture. Where Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works where? Where? What's it say online? In us. I want you to see that. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly. Now what do you think that word right there is? (laughs) 
exceedingly abundantly. It's, it's the two words connected together. The word hooper and the word perisos, meaning exceedingly abundant, beyond measure in abundance, super abundant, exceedingly uh, beyond measure. And, and he says, now God is able to do this, all of this great stuff, God is able to do above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. So this hooper power to go above and beyond, to exceed what we could ask or even think, to, to go more than in abundance, to be super abundant, this hooper power resides in us. Amen. Now go back with me to Romans chapter 8 and verse 37. Romans 8 verse 37. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors. We are hooper nikeo. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Amen. Has nothing to do with what you feel, what you think, what the adversity is in your life. It has everything to do with who is in you and the love that He has shown you. Amen. What an amazing thought. Because if we can let our minds rest on this understanding, it will forever change us. If we can let our minds find rest in the understanding that the way we vanquish completely, the way we vanquish beyond, the way we, we live abundant in this life is by resting in the fact that Christ in us and the love of God shown to us awakes the ability for us to superabound in Him. And when you understand this, it makes more sense out of this passage in Romans chapter 8, verses 31 through 39. Because then it makes sense that we are persuaded that neither death nor life. Because sometimes we are caught between this battle between death and life. But that battle of death or life, death and life, that, that doesn't change the fact that we are super abundant through Christ. It's settled. He says, neither angels nor principalities nor powers, nor things that are present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God. Amen. I, I wish I wish y'all could hear me. And that love is bound up. The love of God is bound up in Christ Jesus. And, and what's Scripture say? For God so loved the world that He gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever should believe in Him should not perish, but should have everlasting life. For God did not send Him to judge the world. God, that We have abundant life. We have life abundant in Christ because the love of God is bound up in Christ and what He accomplished on our behalf. 
So because of Christ and because God loves us so much that He gave the Savior and He gave His life for us, because of that, in all things, in anything we face, in every battle we go through, we are hooper nikeo. We are more than conquerors. See, we're just, many of us, we're just hoping to conquer a day. We're caught up in this mindset. If, if, I could just, if I could just win this one time. But that's not what Christ has given to us. You're, you're fighting the wrong battle. The battle is to keep faith in Him. As long as you keep looking to Jesus, you are super abundant in everything that you do. As long as you keep your faith in Christ, it doesn't matter what you go through. Paul would say, hey, I can be exceedingly joyful in all of my tribulations. Because Christ in me, I have the love of God with me. So therefore, all things are going to work out on my behalf. Amen. Hopefully, Hopefully this will just get into your spirit as we walk through this. So, what does that mean to us? What does that look like? In Christ, we in Christ. And here's, here's the way I saw it. It's not just we are winning a battle. More than conquerors doesn't mean we're just fighting a battle and winning a battle. It means we, hear this, possess something. We are in possession of something. And what we are in possession of has completely vanquished the enemy. And what we are in possession of is the love of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. He's ours. We are His. We can only love Him because He first loved us. But we, it's not, just, it's not just power to win a battle. Get that out of your mind. Living for Christ is not just power to win a battle. It's, it's not just uh, the ability to say no to something. It's not just the, to have a good day or to just have more good days than you have bad days. It's possessing the love of God in Christ in your spirit. Yes, yes, yes. We were more than conquerors. We, we went and made the difference even after the victory is won. We lived in the victory that we had been given. Come, come on, you got you to hear that. It's time as a believer that you live in Christ. Paul would say for me to, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Because if I live my life, is in Christ. And therefore, if I live in Christ, I am going to live in the vanquishing victory of my enemy. I'm going to live as an overcomer. Amen. I am not going to be in this, this context of this roller coaster of one day I'm up, next day I'm down, one day I'm winning, next day I'm losing. No, if we are in Christ and Christ is in us, we possess the love of God and we are always winning. Amen. In the words of a great theologian of our day, President Trump, 
Amen. I just, I just seen if y'all were awake or not. We are gonna get. We should get tired and sick of winning. Amen. We are always winning. Amen. Uh, I, I don't know what you think about him, but he's just like ordinary people sometimes, and he just says stuff. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, I don't think I would consider him a great theologian. That was more of a joke than anything. But, but it, it, we are. He, he says. You're going to get sick of winning. But I want to tell you, in Christ, we are always winning. Doesn't matter what the enemy says. Doesn't matter what the circumstances look like. It doesn't matter what you feel like. It doesn't matter what others are saying about you. If Christ is in you, the love of God has been shed abroad in your life. You are Hooper Nikeo. You are more than a conqueror. You are exceedingly abundant. You are super abundant. And nothing can separate you from what has been given to you. If you are separated from this victory that the love of God through Christ has brought into your life, it is because you have relinquished it. Because nothing can take it from you. Who or what shall separate me from the love of God? I read it to you. Let's let's look at it. Who or what? In, In verse 34... Who is it that condemns? And then verse 35 of Romans 8. Who's going to separate us from the love of Christ? That's what we've been given. That's what we possess in Christ. Who's going to take that from us? Who's going to separate us? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution? So that tells me people can't, can't separate you from it. Persecution. Tribulation. Difficult circumstances can't separate you from it. Uh, distress. Persecution, famine, nakedness. That that means just the the status in this world can't separate you from it. Peril or sword. No. In all these things, we are Hooper Nikeo because of what we possess. The love of God shed abroad in our lives in Christ Jesus. And now have you recognized yet that I'm, I'm hammering that? Because I, I want it to be like a nail and I want to be like the hammer that just keeps hitting you with that. Because you need to recognize this. You and I need to recognize the fact that our victory is not by anything other than the love of God shed in our hearts that is found in Christ Jesus. And nothing, no one, nothing can take that from us. It's only if we relinquish it. And I don't know about you, I don't plan on relinquishing what God has done in my life through Christ. Now, let me... Let me keep, keep going a little bit for, farther. And so in Christ, we possess the love of God in all abundance. Do you know that through Christ, you have received the love of God in exceeding abundance? Amen. Do you know Abraham was more than a conqueror? Because he, the Bible says, was a possessor of faith and friendship with God. The Bible says he was a friend of God. Let me give you a couple scriptures here about Abraham. Abraham, Romans chapter 4 and verse number 16. 
Romans 4 verse 16. Therefore it is a faith that it might be according to grace. So that the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not only to those who are of the law. But also to those who are of the faith of Abraham. Who is the father of us all. Abraham was the father of faith for us. He, he exhibits faith. And because of his faith. It was accounted unto him as unto righteousness. He was more than a conqueror. Because even though he never lived in the fulfillment completely of the promise, he possessed it. That's what faith will do for you. His faith was in God. And the Bible says he was considered a friend of God. Amen. Go if you write this verse down and I'll just read it for you. James chapter 2, verse 23. James 2 23 says, And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God, it was accounted to him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. He was more than a conqueror, he was a friend of God. He was a man of faith. He was more than a conqueror. Do you know David was Hooper Nikael? He was more than a conqueror. We, we, we focus on his, his conquests, but David was more than a conqueror, not because of the battles he fought, but because of what he possessed. Amen. David was a possessor of, of God's heart. Amen. You don't believe me? Acts chapter 13. Just, just go over there. Acts chapter 13 and verse 22. Here's what it says. And when he had removed him, he raised up for them David as king, to whom also he gave testimony, God did, and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. Who will do all my will. David was a man after God's heart. He possessed God's heart. And he possessed God's favor. Therefore he was more than a conqueror. Abraham was more than one that just conquered land. Abraham was hooper Nikao. He was more than a conqueror. Because he possessed God's faith. And he possessed God's friendship. David was more than a conqueror because he possessed God's heart and he possessed God's favor. I'm going somewhere with this. Peter and John in Acts chapter number 3. In Acts chapter number 3 in verse number 6, they, they see the lame man laying at the gate. You remember the story? They walk by him and he's begging alms. He's expecting to receive something from them. And it says they stopped and they fastened their eyes on him. And Peter said, look upon us. And he said, silver and gold have I not. Have I none. But such as I have. What I do have, I give to you. In the name of Christ Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and walk. He reached out his hand. He lifted the man up. And the Bible says immediately 
His feet and ankle bones were strengthened. And he went leaping and dancing and praising God with them into the temple. Amen. See, Peter and John were Hooper Nikeo because they were more than just conquerors over the lame. They were possessors of the name of Jesus. Such as I have. There may be a lot of things that you don't have. But there is one thing every believer possesses. And it is more than enough to make you more than a conqueror. And that is the name of Jesus. How often do we focus on what we don't have? Well, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough clout. I don't have enough willpower. I don't have enough faith. I don't have enough influence. I don't have the right contacts. I don't have this. I don't have what everybody else has. But if you are a believer, there is one thing that you have that makes you Hooper Nikeo, that makes you more than a conqueror. And it is the same thing that Peter and John possessed. And it is the name of Jesus Christ. And at that name, it is, your life becomes exceedingly abundant. Jesus said in Mark chapter 16, verses 15, He said, In my name, Mark 16, 15 through 20, In my name, I'm giving you my name, in my name, you're going to do these things. Philippians 2, down around verse 9, down on, on from there, it says that He's been given a name. That's unlike any other name. That at the mention of that name, every knee must bow. Things in heaven, things on earth, and things under the earth. That means no matter what you don't have, if you possess the name in your darkest moments, say the name of Jesus and your adversary has to bow. Because you are Hooper Nikeo because of Christ who is in you. The love of God that is shed abroad upon your heart. Do you know Paul was more than a conqueror because of what he possessed? Now that may sound kind of strange because if you know anything about the life of Paul, you know that nearly everywhere he went, he was put in prison, he was beaten, he, he was left for dead. He was run out of town. He, he was attacked at every turn. The church, the, the religious of his day didn't like him. The, the Gentiles would end up coming to him, but not all of them. They didn't like him either, many of them, because they were stuck in their wickedness. But the Bible says Paul, he himself was more than a conqueror because he possessed something. Ephesians chapter 3. Amen. Ephesians 3 verse 1 says, For this reason I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for you Gentiles, if indeed you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me for you. Do you see this? There was something given to Paul. How that by revelation he made known to me the mystery as I have briefly written already, by which when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, 
which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to His holy apostles and prophets, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of His promise in Christ through the gospel, of which... I became a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given to me by the effective working of His power. He's more than a conqueror because He possesses the mystery of grace in Christ Jesus. The love of God shed abroad in His life In the person of Jesus Christ. And when he gives his life to Christ. He becomes more than a conqueror. Even though on the exterior. He's been. He's taken stripes beyond measure. He's been put in stocks and chains. He's been in shipwrecks. He's been naked. He's been in famines. He's been in peril. He's been in difficulties. But he is more than a conqueror. Conqueror through the effective power working in him. The gospel of grace. In Jesus Christ. It's all about. Your victory is all about. What you possess. Amen. It's where victory comes from. How many of you want victory in your life? If you do. Then recognize. What you possess in Christ. Because that is where your victory comes from. So what do we possess? Well, when, when you talk about what you possess, you talk about something you possess is something that's settled. Amen. Conquering is something you're fighting for and you're overcoming and you're winning. But when you possess something, it's settled. Amen. It's yours. Can I tell you, Jesus conquered so you and I could be more than conquerors. Jesus won the battle so we could possess the victory. Amen. So let's look at some things that are settled real quickly. What is this? What is settled for us? What is settled in us? Well, in Christ, salvation is settled in us. It's not by works lest any man should boast. It's by faith. It's settled. If I accept Jesus as my Savior, I put my faith in Him, I give my life to Him, my salvation, my redemption, my reconciliation with the Father is settled. Not because I deserve it, but because Christ has conquered and I possess His victory. Amen. Justification is settled in Christ. You have been justified before the Father by Christ and the love of God that you now are in possession of. So the next time the enemy comes to you and tries to make you feel like you are not justified before God, you remind them of what you have possessed, what you've been given, and that is you have been declared righteous, justified before the Father by the shed blood of Jesus Christ. It's what we possess. Adoption. 
We are grafted into the family. We possess family status because of Christ. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. We possess new life. We become new creations in Christ. We possess a measure of faith. It's settled in us. God has put a measure of faith in every man. We possess this. It's ours to use. Have faith in God. If you believe that you receive when you pray, you can have. Use the faith that you've been given in Christ Jesus. Amen. What is settled in us? What is settled for us? Well, when we are more than conquerors, Christ being in us, then there are something settled for us. God's purpose, God's plan, and God's power is settled for us. You're a follower of Christ. If Christ is living in you, you are more than a conqueror. That means you have possessed the victory He's walked in. And that means now God's plan in your life is settled. If you'll walk by faith, you'll get there. If you'll stay in faith, you'll live there. His plan, His purpose for your life has now been ignited. His power is yours by His Spirit. Healing and deliverance and all that comes with the Spirit of power is yours in Christ by the Holy Spirit. See, here's another thing that the Lord put in my mind as I was preparing for this. Your flesh is simply the vehicle that carries assignments in this world. Let me say that again. For a believer... Your flesh is simply a vehicle that carries assignments in this world. That's what this flesh suit is all about. It's just a vehicle. And it carries in it for a believer God's assignments upon this earth. That, because when we leave this earth, we don't need our flesh. I mean, no flesh isn't leaving this earth. It's going to go back to the dust where it came from. Flesh is just a vehicle. So look at, look at yourself. You, you, you see what you see? What you see, that's just a vehicle. Look at someone sitting around you. What you see with your flesh eyes, that's just a vehicle. And it carries assignment. So if you're a believer in Christ, there's an assignment your flesh is carrying. Amen. But when you come alive in the Spirit to Christ, by His love, the love of the Father that's given to you, and you yield your spirit to the Holy Spirit, now there is power, and there the, that's where victory resides, and He points us to Christ, and He leads the way to fulfill the assignments. You're more than a conqueror. And it's not about you, it's about He that now lives in you. David. Do you remember when he was going to go fight Goliath? Let me remember the story of David and Goliath. You, you, remember, you remember what the first thing Saul wanted him to do was? Anybody remember that? What was the first thing Saul tried to get him to do? Put on my armor. Do you know the Bible says Saul was head and shoulders taller than all of the others. And David was a youth. And so David puts on the armor of King Saul... And it had to be dragging off of him. I, I remember preaching a message one time, and I, I can't remember. I, I can't remember if how long ago it was, but I, I, I remember at one point I used one of Ben Walker's jackets. 
Amen. I, I remember preaching that, and I put on, uh, those of you that may not, may not know Ben, then you don't get this, but Ben is a big man. Tall, big, strapping guy. And I remember putting on his jacket and walking around and said, this is what it would look like, except it was armor. And, and David, when he went, he, he said, I can't do this. Because I've not proved this. My flesh can't carry this assignment. That was for Saul. But I have been given, I possess armor God's given me. The same armor God used when I killed a lion and a bear is the same armor God's going to use to kill this giant. David's flesh carried an assignment, but he had to yield in his spirit to the victory that the Father was going to use him to bring. Quit getting so caught up in your flesh. So caught up in what flesh can or can't do. It's just, it's just a vehicle that holds the assignment. But it's going to take you yielding by the Spirit of God in the love of the Father through Christ Jesus for that power to come through you to fulfill what God has for you to accomplish. Walk with Him. It's settled for you. What's settled through you? Victory and unity in life. And I'm, I'm going to move forward. And if you are in Christ, there are things settled ahead of you. Because you're more than conquerors. Eternity is settled out ahead of you. Because you are now in Christ. There's hope for a future. Oh, but pastor, I don't feel any hope. Live by faith. Because hope is settled out ahead of you. Amen. That's where hope resides. In front of you. And if Christ is in you. There's always hope in front of you. Because you're more. Than a conqueror. And we possess. What cannot be taken away. When Christ is ours. And we are in him. We possess integrity. We possess his love. We possess His joy. We possess peace. We possess hope. We possess faith. We possess gifts. We possess power. Through Christ. By His Spirit. We possess all that is necessary. <laughs> all that is needed. You are more than a conqueror. I want you to say this with me. I want you to say, I am Hooper Nakea. I am more than a conqueror. I'm not just going to settle for just trying to get by. And I'm tired. Anybody tired of fighting with the adversary? That's not your battle. That was the battle Christ already won. You are to live in the victory. You are to possess the victory He already won. You, He's the conqueror. You are more than a conqueror because now He's in you. John 14, 12, Jesus said, Greater works will you do than I do because I go to the Father. And the Spirit's going to come in you. So the victory that He settles, you and I live in. 
thrive in, walk in. Amen. I hope that this will grab your attention. And you will be able to say without any doubt, in Christ Jesus, I am more than a conqueror. Nothing can separate me from him. Nothing can separate me from the love of the Father. I fix my eyes upon the Lord. I set my gaze upon the one who has won my victory. And I choose to live and possess the victory he accomplished on my behalf. Amen and amen. Everybody stand to your feet with me.